This is the Tigers Radio Network. This presentation of high school football heard exclusively on the Tigers Radio Network is brought to you by the Advanced Chiropractic Center, My Way Entertainment, Delco Cleanouts, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, The Philly Pretzel Factory, Sprawl Lanes, DZO Mechanical, Anthony's at Paxson, and Zach's Hamburgers. Mizell takes the snap. He's going to roll out far side of the field. He's going to look to throw. Now he's going to pull down and run. He's brought down for a loss on the far side of the field by A.J. Cunningham. Hoff, the wingback, he goes in motion to that far side. It is a fake handoff. Davis is going to look to throw. He's got Nick Rhodes wide open. Nick Rhodes makes the catch. 40, no one in front of him. 30, 20. No one's going to catch him. Touchdown, Marple Newtown. Tommy Davis, welcome back to the starting lineup. Weathers out under center. Nick Rhodes, the far side receiver. Sapness in the backfield. Hoffman, Rossboro, your wingbacks. Weathers moves Hoff in motion. He's going to hand off to Sapness up the middle. He's got a big hole. He's got no one to beat. One man to beat across the 50, 40, 35, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Adrian Sapness. 20. Big play by the Tigers there. Second down and four for the Tigers. Two minutes to go, first quarter. Fakes the handoff, gives it to Abel Hoff on the far side, end around. Hoff's got a big hole. He's across the 40. He's got some space. One man to be across the 20. And breaks one tackle on the 10. Touchdown, Abel Hoff. Into the end zone again for the Tigers. Weather's under center. No tight end. So five linemen. Hoff, the wing back. It's a quick handoff to Sapness up the middle. He's initially contacted. He breaks three. He's got huge space in front of him. Across the 45, across the 50. One man to beat. 45, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. Adrian Sapness breaks a big one for the Tigers. Davis under center. He's got Binder and Hoff in the backfield. It's a handoff to Hoff. They go off the edge again. He's trying to use his speed. He tries to cut back at the 5. Down to the 1. No signal yet. He's across the goal line. Touchdown. This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line in Harry Harvey Stadium on the campus of Marple Newtown High School in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania, here is Dave DePasqua. Steve Reynolds and Greg Pecco. And we welcome you in live to Harry Harvey Field here in Marple Newtown High School in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania on Halloween night. And we have a good one for you here in week 10 of the season. Nine weeks ago, it started at Academy Park for Marple Newtown. And the Tigers, they currently sit at 4-5. and five, And a win tonight would put them in a spot to potentially gain a playoff spot in the District three or District 1 3A championship game. Along with me, Steve Reynolds. Dale on the field is Dave DePasquale. He'll be along with us in just a minute. And, Steve, it all comes down to this. One game for a chance at the playoffs. 
This is, you know, this is what you play for all season long, especially for these seniors. This is what you work hard for all off season through camp is an opportunity to play for the playoffs, and that's what they have tonight in front of them. Steve, it's it's been an interesting season. They Marple got off to a great start. They've struggled as of late coming into this game. Three straight wins, however, in their last four matchups with Pencrest, Marple Newtown has had the upper hand. They are three and one. One loss coming last season at Pencrest, and this Pencrest team is a little bit different team than we've seen over the last couple years. They stand at two and seven. Yeah, and they they came in this season with high expectations. They're supposed to be very good. It's kind of disappointing, but I'll tell you what: on film, what you see, and uh, they're very tough, and they played a lot of team's very tough. They're not a bad football team. I know their record's 2-7, and seven, but they're one of those teams that, you know, a couple things don't go their ways, a couple injuries, but this is a very good football team, and they're going to challenge Marple Newtown tonight. Before we get to the playoff picture, we're going to go down to the sidelines uh, in just a moment here. We we have Lions and Tigers on the field. We don't have Bears, but we do have Dave DePasqua trackside. Dave's down there. Dave, uh, Halloween night, a big game, a great atmosphere, getting a little brisk, and Big things in this one. You know, it's playoff time when you can see your breath outside. I'll tell you that. You guys all cozy in the booth out here. The players down on the sidelines. It's football weather. It's playoff time. Everybody's ready. Marple Newtown knows they have a win, but we are down on the field, Greg, earlier. And I'll tell you, if Marple comes out with any ounce of Coach Gicking's energy, they will be ready to play tonight. Absolutely, Dave. Uh, and Steve, we, we just, we're down there on the field a little bit earlier with Coach Gicking and discussing, you know, kind of the situation coming in tonight, he, as a coach would be, a, a, a very stoic position and just looking to focus on what's going to happen here tonight. What has to happen elsewhere, though, there is some help that Marple, New Team, Marple Newtown does need in order to get into the playoffs. Let's look at the overall picture first, though, Steve. You have Springfield, Great Valley, Bishop Shannon, and Academy Park. They're all in at this point. Uh, you know, the seedings can change a little bit there in certain areas. Doesn't look like they should based upon the matchups. Then you have Pottsgrove, Upper Moreland should be in, but you never know. Interboro, Octorera, Marple sitting right there at nine behind Octorera and Glenn Mills as well playing Academy Park. Marple already got some help this week last night due to the Halloween, uh, see, you know, holiday. Upper Perk had to lose and they did lose to Perk Valley, so that helps Marple Newtown. The other big things, they need two of the following four teams to to lose in order to get in. They need either need Octorero, Interboro, Upper Moreland, or Glen Mills to lose in order to get in. Preferably, the easiest way without other help is Octorero to lose and Academy Park to beat Glen Mills. Yeah, and a lot of things have to happen. I shouldn't say a lot. We already got some help with Upper Perkingham or Upper yeah Upper Perkingham and losing the Perk Valley last night. Uh, but you know, Academy Park should handle business tonight, and so should uh, Ruston. So. Um, you know, you can get help there, but when it call comes down to it, I know Coach Kicking's been preaching it all week long is win, okay? You win, take care of what you have to do, and let the other things fall into place. Absolutely. Mathematically, Marple Newtown, if the stars align, they could potentially fall into that sixth that sixth position, maybe even the fifth. They need a lot of help in that case, but really just one spot is that eighth spot, and that's the easiest to get, as I just mentioned a moment ago, as the two teams come onto the field here. Steve, Marple Newtown coming on. What can we expect tonight from both sides, Steve? I'll tell you what. As I said, it's a tough, tough Pancrest football team. They are led by number 15, Dan Fisher, very good quarterback. He'll return some punts from him. He's a playmaker. And number 33 on defense, uh, Diego Zubieta. I think he's the best 
defensive player in this league, maybe even the county. He's a stud. Double-digit tackler. Had 18 tackles earlier this season. He's going to be a good player uh, tonight. Marple is going to have to key on him on offense. Dave DePasqua is down on the sideline. Dave, coming into the night, Adrian Sapp is 1,651 yards rushing. If he can get to 200 yards tonight or more, that would put him in the top 10 all time in a rushing season. Right now he's 25th. I have a feeling that might be the heavy game plan tonight. He's had an unbelievable season so far. If the offensive line can give him a little room to operate, he should be. Because in film, we saw Pengrass, there are gaps in this defense. If he can get in the open field, Sadness has been able to go 80, 90 yards this season. We can see a big break for Marple Newtown here. Thank you, Dave. Dave's down there amongst the cheerleaders who are in their Halloween costumes. Dave is posing on the sidelines tonight as, as the little goose, as we always call him. Tony Sar- our own Terry Sarah Goose and Dave DePasqua down there. Um, but Steve, what about that? I mean, Adrian Sapness, lots of yards this season. He's he's carried them at times when they've needed him too, and, and tonight could be a big night for him. Yeah, and you know, last week he was bottled up by that Springfield defense, very stout defense. He's expecting to get the ball a lot tonight. I know Coach Hicken said be prepared to carry that ball 20, 30 times tonight, and he's ready to do it. We saw him six games, uh, 200 or more yards. He's going to be ready tonight to uh, finish his regular season. From the Pencrest side of the football and looking at tape, they have a strong running core. They, they run three backs. They set up there kind of in a, in a T formation with the quarterback, and, and they're very a lot of misdirection in this offense from Pencrest. Yeah, they're very decisive in there, and uh, as I said, they're led by number 15, Dan Fisher, the senior. Very good year last year. Has a pretty good year this year. Again, 2-7. and seven. Don't be fooled by that record, though. They do a lot on offense to confuse that defense, and they're going to bring it tonight. They have a very dynamic young back in Joe Quintiliano, the sophomore. He's all over the field, number one. We'll be calling his name at different times throughout the football game. Steve, kind of your final thoughts here before we take it to break and, and, and split the sides up. Alright, I'll go to the keys of the game. Number one, get up early. Marple Newtown has not had a lead since October 2nd, their last win against Radnor. So, there's three losses they haven't had a lead. They had one tie against Stoga. Uh, number two, dominate up front. This is a statement game for this offensive line. Dominate, take care of your job, as I said. Get a body on D- Diego Zubiata. And number three, get pressure on Fisher. Make him throw, uh, make him make bad decisions. Dave, as Pencrest comes onto the field. Just your final thoughts here before we get set for the corn toss and kickoff. Both sides of the ball. Be able to run the ball effectively and stop the ball running. Thank you, Dave. Pencrest coming onto the field. We'll step aside. We'll come back with who's kicking and who's receiving after the National Anthem. You're listening to Wapalu Town Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Hey, Tiger fans. Did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? That's because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or just for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com.
At My Way Entertainment, the staff offers a full-service solution for any event you wish to have. They're your one-stop shop for the party of your life. When this crew works with you, they roll up their sleeves and become your event planner. The My Way staff will sit with you and plan the perfect party leading up to and the day of the event. You can sit back and relax knowing My Way Entertainment will handle each and every aspect. Their services include event planning, full catering, pig roasts, games, a private chef, beverages, a DJ, karaoke, live entertainment, flowers, private cars, valet parking, tents, professional lighting, and private security. Incredible! They sure do it all. For more details and to book your next event, call 610-745-4004 and be sure to visit their website at mywayparties.com. When it's all said and done, you'll be saying, I did it my way. Zach's Hamburgers is a proud sponsor of Marple Newtown Football. Come visit any of our five restaurants located all across Delaware County in Aston, Crumlin, Havertown, Folsom, and Media. Determine for yourself why Zach's Hamburgers was voted the best hamburgers in Delaware County. Our family atmosphere, fresh ground beef, and sandwiches cooked to order are one of a kind. Don't forget to ask about the burger of the month as well as the Sunday special. For more information, visit our website at www.zacksburgers.com. Come taste the difference at Zach's Hamburgers. And go Tigers! End of the National Anthem here at Harry Harvey Field. Getting set for the kickoff between Marple Newtown and Pencrest. Greg Pecco here with you. Steve Reynolds to my right and Dave DePasqua down on the sidelines as Zombie Nation plays here on Halloween. I wish everybody a happy Halloween from the Tigers Radio Network. Dave is down on the sidelines and Dave, you have the sides for us. Say it in, Greg. You have who? The coin toss. Yes, Marple Newtown will receive. Pencrest will get the ball to begin the second half. So as Steve's keys to the game, get on the board early. Thank you, Dave. And we will be checking in with Dave throughout the game down there on the sideline as we always do. And to set the scene once more, it is week 10. A victory by Marple Newtown puts them in good position to get a playoff spot. They do need help from two other games. We will have scores throughout the game for you. Starting this one off, Marple Newtown, as Dave just said, will receive. They are wearing all black orange socks. They're black helmets with the orange paw print to return as Adrian Sapness and Tyler Kostak. Pencrest is wearing black pants, white jerseys, and black helmets. Kicking off for Pencrest is Shane Breckenridge, number nine. And here we go. Breckenridge's kick is a low line driver. It is caught at the 30 by Marple Newtown. And moving forward with it is Justin McKeon down to the 40. And number 23, Kennard in on the tackle for the Pencrest lines as Marple had pretty good field position to start off on offense. So Marple will move right to left. Pencrest will defend that left end zone here in the first quarter. 11.53 on that clock now. Four wide receivers set single back for Marcus Weathers. Hoff in motion to the far side. It's a handoff on the sweep to Hoff. He cuts up field. He finds a hole for nine yards and brought down shy of the 50 at the 49-yard line. Kennard in on the tackle again for Pencrest along with others, but a 
Good, good first play call on the jet sweep to Abel Hoff. Good block by number 13, Lucas Moss, on the edge to uh, get him about nine yards on that first down play. A little uh, unintentional misdirection. I'm sure they were keyed in on Adrian Sapness on down one, and uh, they go to, the, to Abel Hoff, who is just as big of a threat to take it deep. Four wide receiver shotgun for Marcus Weathers. Sapness in the backfield with him. Hoff in motion near side. Fakes the sweep. Gives to Sapness. He finds a hole up the middle and he gets down to the 40 of Pencrest. So a good run again. A chunk of 11 yards. Looks like number 18 is in on the tackle. Moretti. And that's a good uh, misdirection play. So you start off with a jet and you come back with the jet, fake jet, and that's a zone play inside, uh, zone read, and they hand it off to Satmus for a first down run. Ball at the 40-yard line. Four receivers again, single back Sapness, Weathers under center, he sends Hoff in motion, it's a sweep again to Abel Hoff near side of the field, he's trying to cut up and he's going to get back to the line of scrimmage for maybe a yard if anything. And there he is, Diego Zubieta comes up, outside linebacker makes a good play on the jet sweep this time to the Marple Newtown sideline. Second down and 10 for Marple Newtown at the Pencrest 40 after no gain by Hoff on that jet sweep. High formation. Two receivers near side. Hand off to Sapness. He's looking for a hole. He's wrapped up for no gain at that line of scrimmage against Steve. Number 77 in on the tackle for Pencrest as they hand it off to Sapness, trying to get him going after a nice uh, carry on his uh, last rush. But they're able to bottle him up for no gain. So they third down and 10 with 9.52 to go first quarter. Marple Newtown at the Pencrest 40. Sapness, the single back. Three receivers far side. They are Moss, Christiana, and Kostek. Hoff near side, the lone receiver. Ball's near hash. Weathers takes the snap looking. He's throwing, and it is... Well out of step for Abel Hoff deep into the end zone, but got him by five yards, Steve. Weathers had some pressure on him and just threw that ball in the air, tried to get it to his playmaker, Abel Hoff. We've seen him plenty of times come down with a catch, but fortunately it was out of reach for anybody to catch it. It's going to bring up a fourth down play. We'll see what Marple Newtown decides to do. And, and you, you look at it on its face, you know, Pencrest really probably doesn't have the speed to keep up with, with Abel Hoff at the corner, so if you just throw it far and Hoff runs it down, you're good. If not, it's incomplete, not interception. But anyhow, Marple will go for it on fourth down and ten at the 40-yard line here. Coach Geeking knows what's at stake here early. Three receivers far side, one to the near side. Weathers looking, looking. It's a screen pass incomplete intended for Adrian Sapness went over his head, and that'll be a turnover on down, so the defense will have to step up, Steve. And that was a good play by number 77. He's a tall defensive tackle, and he came in and disrupted uh, Weathers have seen where Adrian Sadness was on the screen pass. The screen was there if he was able to catch it, maybe make some moves, had some blockers in front of him, but incomplete. Pencrest takes over. So 9.22 to go first quarter. Pencrest takes over at their own 40. They go pistol formation with Fisher at quarterback. It's a handoff to Quintiliano up the middle. He picks up maybe three to four yards before he's brought down. Good job by Adriel Moss. He's outside linebacker position. Comes down unblocked. He squeezes and makes the play uh, for the Tigers' D. So it'll be second down and six from the 44-yard line of Pencrest. 
8.56 to go. Nothing, nothing ball game. First drive for Pencrest after defensively they shut Marple down after a few first downs. Fisher takes it. He looks to throw far side. He throws it to Horn. He makes the catch. He has the first down across the 50 and brought down immediately after that, though. And Kostak comes up and makes a tackle, but a good connection from Fisher to Horn as he picks up the first down for Pencrest. And you saw it in tape against Radner and Garnet Valley. They like to run that little little hitch route over to Horn, who is the tallest receiver for Pencrest. If you're going to give them a 10-yard cushion, they're going to exploit you there, and uh, that's what they did right now, uh, right on that first down play. Pencrest comes out first and 10 at the Marple 48-yard line. Out of that pistol set, two receivers far side, or one receiver far side, one to the near side. And it's going to be a handoff up the middle to Quintiliano. He picks up two yards, but he's stopped by Marple Newtown. Great job there, Kyle Kelly. Fights off a block and makes the play on the Pencrest line runner for a short gain. So it'll be second down and eight here for Pencrest at the Marple 46-yard line. Seven fifty-four. In the first quarter, nothing, nothing ball game. Fisher out of the gun, sends a man in motion. That's McCafferty, far side. And Fisher's going to keep it. It's a designed run to the far side of the field. And it looks like he has the first down. Dave DePasqua's field side. He's first down. He's able to get that outside corner for the Pencrest Lions. Thank you, Dave and Steve. Uh, able to get that out there on the outside. Fisher, big, uh, big guy out there. And uh, he, as Dave said, got to the outside and ran over a Tiger defender to lunch for for the first down. And, Steve, we talked about a little bit in pregame that they, they have a lot of misdirection plays out of this option setup. And they will do it again first and 10 at the Marple 42-yard line for Pancras. 36-yard line, excuse me, pass near side. It's a hitch route to Horn. He makes the catch, but he's hit immediately by Abel Hoff on the play. Great job by Abel Hoff. That same play we saw the opposite side. Fisher hits Horn on the hitch route, but Abel Hoff comes up and meets him immediately and uh, does a good job. He goes low. Horn's a big guy. He goes low on him and takes him out. That's something, uh, as the game progresses, if they continue to do, Hoff might be able to jump that route and, and get an interception. Marple Newtown has not had a turnover in a few games and would certainly like to get a few tonight. Second down and six. At the 32 of Marple, Fisher hands off to Quintiliano. He finds a hole, and he's got the first down a little bit more inside the Marple 25-yard line. No misdirection there again. He opens up one side, Fisher does, hands it off to the other side, and he picks up a first down as the chains move against the Tigers' day. As we've seen in past games, they've, uh, besides last week against Springfield, but past other games, they start a little slower. Start very slow, but they end up picking it up, and by the end of the game, they're a stout defense, and we'll probably see some of that tonight. 6.27 to go, first quarter. Pencrest first down and 10 from the Marple 23-yard line. McCafferty in motion far side. Horn, uh, Fisher handles the snap okay as it was a little high, and he takes it on a QB draw up the middle for maybe three or four yards. Or actually six yards, excuse me. Lucas Moss, the senior cornerback, comes in and makes the play on Fisher. It's going to be... Second and about four, it looks like. Second down and four for Pencrest at the Marple 17 with 5.50 to go first quarter here. This is Pencrest's first drive, and it's been very methodical to this point, getting four or five yards at each clip. 
It's a handoff to Quintiliano up the middle. He finds a hole. He's got the first down and brought down at the 10-yard line that time. And Kyle Kelly and Gino DiCamillo in on the tackle as well as Lucas Moss. But Quintiliano takes the handoff and lunges forward for another line's first down. Dave Pencrest getting a good push up front there. The defensive line for the tires are just not getting anywhere up front, not getting any penetration, allowing Fisher to get penetration with his size. Fisher out of the gun again, sends a man in motion. On first down and goal from the 10, Fisher's going to take it far side. He's under being pursued, strung out to the far sideline. He gets a few yards, but he has to go out of bounds at about the 8 or 9-yard line, Steve. Going to be close. I think they're going to mark him short, but initially a good job by Adriel Moss and Gino DiCamillo string him out. They didn't make the play, but they forced him outside. And uh, I'm sorry, it's it's second it's second it's and goal. goal. So it, you know, it doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, good job of him to string it out as he ran out of bounds. Where Marple defensively gets some aid in the shorter fields formation. Three backs across in the backfield. It's a handoff to Quintiliano off the edge. He stumbles forward down to the four yard line, and he'll bring up third and goal. Marple Newtown did a good job initially, but that second effort by Quintiliano as he just go forward for a couple more yards, crucial yards there, bring up a big third down play. Third and goal, 4.50 to go, first quarter. Ball at the Marple 4. One receiver near side, three backs in the backfield. It's a handoff fake to Quintiliano. Fisher keeps, he's fighting forward, but he stopped at two yards shy of the goal line by the Marple defense. They go in that same formation again. It's like a heavy package. They fake it this time to Quintiliano. Don't hand it off to him as they did the play before. Fisher keeps it, and he brings that big body in to the Tigers' D-line, and they do a good job of holding him short of the goal line. And you know Pencrest is going for it at 8 with a 2-7 and seven record. They're looking to just get a win here and maybe upset a team late in the season. They go three across to, in the backfield. One receiver, Fisher, he takes it to hand off to Quintiliano. Is he stopped? No signal. He stopped at the goal line. Stopped at the goal line by Marple Newtown early in this one. Great job. And that's our old term, bend but don't break. And that's exactly what Marple Newtown did. They bent all the way to the two-yard line and did a heck of a job on first, second, and third and fourth and goal, and uh, great job by them up front. Dave, it looked like Quintiliano tried to s- skip outside, and he just couldn't do it. The Tigers were able to grab him and pull him down. The Tigers are setting that edge. They're ready for that play, as they saw two or three times on that drive. Now, leading the way, though, is up front with Civerdelli, and then along the outside of the linebackers. They all were on top of that one. 3.58 to go first quarter. Tigers take over at their own two. Weather single back set. It's a handoff to Adrian Sapness. He finds a hole. He's got the first down. Tries to skip past another man, but he's brought down at the 17-yard line. But a good run by Adrian Sapness. Big number 18. Moretti in on the tackle as he tripped up Sadness, but not before. A big burst of speed up the middle to get the Tigers out of the danger zone. Early updates, first quarter, AP, Glenn Mills is nothing, nothing. Academy Park just got their first possession. First down and 10. Adrian Sapness takes the handoff. He cuts back far side. He's going to pick up nine on this one before he's brought down at the 25-yard line. Number 84 this time for the Lions is in on the play. As Sadness looks like he's starting to get ready to go. And it's close to a first down. Second and one. I expect Mark Newtown to keep giving it to him. Second and one from the 25-yard line. 3.18 to go. Their own 25. Weathers under center eye formation. It's a handoff to Sapness who runs up the middle. He leans over. Has the first down. 
couple yards on the play. And that's something Adrian has done very good this season. Uh, at first, he tried to make big, big, big plays, big plays, but we saw in that Strathaven game, a couple other games, when you need just two, three, four yards, he'll just put his head down, his shoulder down, and just get those yards. That's what he did there behind his offensive line for the first down. First and ten now for Marple at their own 27. I formation, two receivers set. Weathers under center. It's a quick screen pass to Hoff near side of the field. He makes the catch and run out of bounds after a five-yard gain for Abel Hoff. And Hoff, there you go, a little swing pass out to Hoff. At the wide receiver position, as he's done all year, and with an open field, a playmaker like him, uh, tons of things can happen. Good for your team, and uh, he picks up some good yardage there. So second down at four for Marple at their own 29, their 34-yard line. Excuse me. High formation again. Kostek far side, half near side. Balls near hash for Weathers under center. Weathers takes the snap. It's a handoff to Sapness. He bounces it to the outside, tries to cut up a little bit. He's going to get a yard on the play. It'll bring up third. I think the counter play there. I don't know if the guard and tackle were able to get out there. Um, they did pick up some yards, but not what you want on a counter play. It's a misdirection play. You want to throw the defense off with your guard and tackle pulling to kick out and seal. And uh, Pancras did a good job there. So Marple now third down and two from their own 36-yard line. I saw Justin McKeon check in, so that should mean only one receiver set here. So going a little bit bigger across the line for Marple. That's what we have. Single back, half far side. Weathers under center. Takes the snap. It's a handoff to Adrian Sapness. He makes one man miss. He's got the first down. Hard yardage for him, but down to the 39. Number 20. Kennard in on the tackle for Pencrest, and you saw Zubietti shoot the gap. It almost looked like he had Sadness in the backfield, but Sadness did a good job of pounding his way through for the first down. Absolutely. Pencrest doing a good job of kind of closing the running lanes after four or five yards you know, after the line of scrimmage, so they haven't allowed Sadness to get into that second level too far yet. High formation, four wide receivers, single back, Weathers under center, first and ten from their own 39. Weathers takes, throws to the far side, Carmen Christiana makes the catch in the flat, and he's dancing around now, not a lot of blockers in front of him, but he makes what he can out of it at that eight-yard pickup, a good job by Carmen Christiana. And number 20, Kennard in on the tackle for the lines again, but and that's another playmaker, they swing it out, this time to the wide receiver, Carmen Christiana, only the sophomore is going to have a very good career at Marple. He has a good job going behind his lead blocker, uh, Tyler Kostak. Dave, we talked to Coach Kicking prior to the game about Carmen Christiana's abilities out there. He's just an athlete. He's all around. He's able to play many positions, starting safety as a sophomore, wide receiver as a sophomore. High formation on second down. It's a handoff to Adrian Sapness. He has the first down. He's across midfield and brought down late. Ball came out late, but they're going to say down by contact. And Go ahead, Dave. You can finish your thought. I was just finished. I was saying he starts both ways as a sophomore, which is incredible for the Tigers. As Sapness continues to run effectively, he was down. There was no way that was a fumble. Thank you, Dave. First and 10 for Marple from the 48 of Pencrest. 38 seconds to go first quarter here. This is only the second drive of the game for Marple. Their first was stopped at the Pencrest 40. Four wide. Single back. Hoff in motion. It's a sweep to Hoff. He cuts up the middle immediately. Bounces back. Trying to make a few guys miss. And he's only going to pick up two yards on the play, Steve. Looks like number 20. Again on the attacker. Kennard. 
And uh, looks like this clock's going to run out before Marple can get another playoff, Greg. Uh, nine seconds to go. Weathers might try and do his best to get them down and, and run this play on second and eight. And three seconds on the clock, two seconds on the clock, one second on the clock, and they were just trying to get a hard cap, see if they can get Pencrest to jump. And that is the end of the first quarter with a score. Nothing, nothing. You're listening to Marble Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network.